0: KOKC is 95.3 FM and 1520 AM. And here we go. Live from the Tyler Media Complex, it's The Ride with Mac and Chad. All right, 405-478-1520, also on Facebook Live, KOKC Radio. On the phone, we have Pro Tim Greg Treats. And, uh, of course, we heard some audio from Mr. Treats and the budget they've reached at the Capitol. How you doing, Greg?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for joining us. I know it's uh, you're a busy guy, like uh, always, but taking some time out to talk to us about uh, the budget you guys reached, and, and it's a good day, huh? So you, it's sa- a great
1: day. This has been a tremendous session.
2: And you said uh, this year you didn't have to feign excitement at the press conference; you could just be genuinely excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, genuinely excited. A lot of times, you know, you're you're forced to swallow a compromise, and we have a compromise. There's no doubt about it. But our priorities have been met: education. Has been definitely prioritized and get loft. I mean, this has been the most successful session uh, that I've ever been around, either as staffer or a senator, and it, it has just uh, been an impressive way when you work together how you can achieve big things.
2: Sure, and, and we've really covered the budget the whole first hour of the yeah. show, and then uh, uh, Senator Bison was in for the search segment in the four o'clock hour, so we talked about the budget again, and we've then played your clips, so we've pretty much been on the budget the whole show. Uh, go ahead, give us your highlights about it, and then I'll have a few questions.
1: Yeah, I mean, another historic investment in education. It's huge. We got a lot more into the classroom this time than we were able to deliver last year. You know, last year we delivered an average of $6,100 pay raise. This year, 1200 But another $74 million into the classroom, which will help lower classroom sizes, help hire new teachers. It's just a great, great deal for education. Got to, you know, higher ed's taken it uh, pretty hard over the last few budget years. But uh they they got a faculty raise as well well in there. We were able to invest in rural health care. I mean it, it is just all around. State employees got a pay raise, correctional officers the greatest need and mm-hmm. all of state government except teachers uh got an average of four thousand dollar pay raise. So it is a it's a huge day. It's uh we're reaping the reward of making some really tough decisions over the last few years. But we also were I mean another thing I'm really proud of is we're able to put back another $200 million, so we're at about a billion dollars in savings going into next year, uh, so we we can have some flexibility.
2: Sure. And on government authorization it talks about $15 million for digital transformation of state government services to enhance transparency and make customer service more efficient effective could you kind of expand on that just for people who don't live and breathe public policy at the capitol what that means
1: oh man that's everyone speaks that language i don't know where you're talking yeah about. right it, yes
2: it, it, a whole 0.1 percent <laughs> of our audience yeah.
1: <laughs> uh the uh you know that the governor has really emphasized modernization of state government services and secretary austro and secretary budd have been trying to deliver new services including uh digitizing driver's license and modernizing uh, every delivery of service across state government. So 15 million doesn't cover the whole cost of trying to modernize, but it's a huge step forward in making agencies much more accessible to the average Oklahoman. And uh so we're going to be able to invest in some IT infrastructure but also some hardware to be able to get real ID done hopefully uh, finally accomplished and and just modernize the interaction the public has. One of the frustrations that average people have, including myself, is when you try to get onto a state website, it's like going to the 1990s. Uh, It's like checking your MySpace page. I will not disagree with that from
2: someone who does it daily. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) And and so it needs to be much more customer-friendly, and that's what we're seeking to do there. That's not the only IT money we put out there, though. We also made sure we maintain the the DOC's uh, offender management system to make sure that's part of criminal justice. Reform, when we're looking at these criminal justice numbers and trying to make informed decisions on criminal justice reform, not knowing who's in there, what exactly they're in for, how long, all of that stuff, having to go photocopy papers is is not a way to do it in 2019, and, and I'm excited to help be a part of transforming that.
2: That's great. And you've always been a leader on criminal justice reform, and one thing I was going to look at, because we talk about mental health and substance abuse a lot. Uh, you have $20 million in to reform the funding for district attorney's offices so that don't have to rely on fines and fees, $10 million for Smart on Crime programs through the Department of Health and Substance Abuse Services, uh, $1.5 million for Women Recovery, that's a diversion program, and then $1.7 million to increase deme- uh, the increasing demand for mental health services, which I think we all agree we have mental health issues and substance abuse issues in Oklahoma. But looking at this, and this isn't the full budget compared to what everybody's going to get, this is just the bullet points. But um, asking about that, it seems like with the $10 million in the Smart on Crimes initiative, and I know you've been a leader on this, um, and $1.5 for women in recovery, but it only seems like $1.7 is for people that with mental health services. So it's almost like you have to be in the criminal justice system for that $10 million on Smart on Crime stuff or women in recovery. So most of it's after somebody's already in the system. But is there more to it than that?
1: Yeah, there's more to it. We've increased investment at mental health and substance abuse services, and when you look at that as well, they're they're going to be getting part of that state employee pay raise as well, and they're going to get be a beneficiary of some of the uh, digital transformation. So, there's more to it than just that line item. That smart on crime is a is a huge deal that we need to do. Rather than warehousing people who have substance abuse issues or mental health issues, this will go uh, a good distance to try to reform that system you can't do it all overnight you know we still need some intermediate revocation centers for people so they don't go back to prison but we also i i see your point and it's something that the reason we've continued to increase our investment in mental health over the last few budget years
2: sure and and i was also going to ask because twenty million to fund the district attorney's office which i'm totally for because i think the state should fund the criminal justice system not yeah. the fines and fees but do we expect a criminal justice reform bill this session that would reduce or eliminate some of the fines and fees, or are they both gonna be in place until next session?
1: They'll probably, the fines and fees, we're trying to redirect those and make them get GR rather than being incentivized uh, uh, on the fines and fees. So we haven't made the step of reduction, although that $20 million redirect, right now a lot of district attorneys, they, they get paid for district attorney supervision. About a forty dollar fee a month, but most of them also contract out for that supervision. So the offender pays the DA forty, and then they pay the private company that the DA has contracted out with another forty. So they're actually getting double the fine. Right. Uh, and so this will disincentivize that type of behavior, uh, and will really I, we'll we will see a reduction in the amount of fines paid because there's just not a. It's human nature if you're making money in your own budget off of it. You're gonna be much more aggressive in pushing those fines and fees. We're going to see a reduction. There's not going to be a reduction right now uh, in the actual fine itself, but we're still working on that and trying to get it balanced out. Uh, Myself and Senator Roger Thompson, the Appropriations Chair, along with uh, a lot of others at the Capitol, are really interested in weaning uh, uh, both the court system and the district attorneys off of fines and fees. We think it's a perverse incentive uh, and the governor has talked about debtor's prison, and Oklahoma County is replete with example after example of people.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I, and I got one final question just because yeah. looking through this, but you know, on what our core services are criminal justice, public safety, transportation, education, uh, health care. We see money for health care for rural hospitals, we see $105 million for provider rates, we see other things in here for the health care authority. And um, will we see more when the actual budget comes out as far as the uh, Department of Health and Human Services, because we have the Pinnacle Program, those type of things? And I would just it, ask because that is a, you know, a core service.
1: It's absolutely a core service. And what you'll see it in is provider rates at DDSD, so Developmental Disabled Service Division. Mm-hmm. and You've got another $10 million toward that right? Uh, provider rate and waiting list. So yes, you will see that in the budget. Plus, you'll see the DHS budget bumped up Quite a bit because they have over 7,000 employees, and they'll be uh, subject to that employee pay raise. So and,
2: and I haven't seen the numbers. You would know better than me, but with, I think, about 5,775 people on the waiting list for developmental disabilities, that $10 million should probably cover the waiting list, shouldn't
1: it? it? It will go a long way, but it's expensive. It's very okay. expensive. Yeah. Right. So, so 10, $10 million is the combo uh, on how much we're – upping the rate on provider rates and what we're investing in the waiting list, and I've got—I don't have the actual budget. And I'm just going off memory here. Sure. Uh, but it, we've gone a long way. It will not eliminate the list, but we have—we've winnowed it down a lot, and we are hyper-focused on trying to make sure people get the services they
0: need. Yeah. Uh, Pro tim Greg Treat joins us on the right. I got one last question. Um, all the different categories. Um, uh, you look at the 200 million in savings. But then compared to 1.5 for the Women in Recovery Diversion Program, is there a reason why – somebody might look at it and go, man, couldn't you just add a little bit more to, to that area since the 200? Or,
1: You know, we did the Oil and Gas Stabilization Fund a couple of years back to help us when the economy goes up and down. And so we've been doing so good in, in revenue that next year that's going to get a deposit for the first time. And we're having to plan ahead because otherwise you could have a shortfall going into next year artificial because of the Oil and Gas Stabilization Fund which is a beautiful savings account to try to see it, the the dips, uh, you know, the waxing and waning of state budget based on gross production and making ourselves less dependent. So it was a very, very wise decision. Obviously, we can always use more money in those critical programs and we're committed to getting more resources.
2: Well, and I talked about this earlier in the show. If you spend everything and then you have a real downturn in the oil industry and a real downturn in the economy, then you have to go back and cut everybody because there's nothing there to save them with.
0: Yeah. Hey, one yep. last question for you, brother. Would you rather walk a mile on hot-burning coals or walk across a mile of Legos? I know that you have kids, the Legos. Hot-burning stepped... coals, without right. a doubt. Yeah, you stepped <laughs> on a Lego Good Good All answer. right, Pro <laughs> Team Greg Tree, thanks for joining us, man. I know it's been a great day. You're really busy, but thanks for uh, calling in and checking in with the ride. All right, thanks, gentlemen. You got it. Take care. All right, there's another call coming in. You can join 405-478-1520. We're back after this.